Welcome to the Awe and Wonder podcast, AAC and AT. I'm Sarah Kinsella. And I'm Brenda Del Monte. And we're talking all about literacy in this series. And we're joined today by Krista Howard. And Krista is an AAC user. And um, I'm going to let you introduce yourself, Krista. And we're excited to have you join us today. I am Krista Howard. I am from Goodyear, Arizona. I have used AIC for 31 years. I was five years old when I got my first AIC device. I am a single mom. I am a football mom. I am 37. I graduated from a community college with art in education in 2013. I am going to school to be a speech-language pathologist assistant. I have hemispheric cerebroplasty and I am nonverbal. I use my accent communication device, my phone and iPad, PXCPAL to communicate. If you didn't catch it, she says she uses her accent and and her phone and her iPad. Krista, on the iPad, is it lamp? Does it match the unity on sort of on the accent? Yes. Okay. So you're using unity on accent and lamp on the iPad, which are similar, which are pretty much the same symbol systems. Have you always been on that system? Yes. Yep, Unity's been around for a long time, so that makes sense. Not to, not that you're, not that you're old, but you have been using the device for a long time. And thirty and thirty two years ago, when you were five, not very many five year olds were getting AAC devices. So you must feel extremely fortunate to have had experience since for that long. Yes, I did. Wow. So, um, gosh, and you also said you use PixiePal, which is a light tech system. I don't know if all of our listeners. Yes, are it familiar. is. Yeah. Okay. Um, and um, is there anything that you want to share about that system for people who maybe don't know too much about it? Please wait. Please wait. I am. It is. Light. Tech. And I use it in the Pool. It is my tech and I use it in the pool. Got it. And that's that's something that um in Arizona must be very important. <laughs> and it's important here in Washington, but not not quite the same year round. Okay. But also if that means it's waterproof. So that also means bath time if you're a younger child, right? It, there's some opportunities in water where we just go, oh, I guess you can't talk. So that's one of those things where you're printing it, you're sliding it in, and you're clipping it shut, and it's waterproof. So it's, it's 
kind of unique. I don't know that there's another system out there like that. So. Yes. Yes. It is helpful for Bath time too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're we're talking about literacy, but when you are doing writing, do you write with just the keyboard or do you write with with symbols and keyboard? What is what does your writing look like? I write on my AAC and on my laptop. I need to write more on my accent communication device because I can unity and it is faster. It also has word prediction. I am going to plan on using my accent to write more. And I then presented at ISAC with my good friend. Was that Brandy? Okay, great. You presented at Isaac. Um and so you you had some writing and you did it in your accent. And did you just save those in the books in accent? Yes. Okay. I did. Okay. Yes, I did. That's nice. That's and so um when you're on your laptop, are you using the Unity software on your laptop or just a keyboard? Keyboard. Okay. Keyboard. Think way back when you were five. Were they still trying to have you trace letters with your hands? Were you still doing hand over hand? Yes. And um, it, it's and can you be a testimonial that hand over hand did not teach you um, perfect penmanship? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What what did literacy instruction look like when you first entered school? I did almost whole thing myself literacy instruction was not successful because my ass did my work and I didn't want to do it. It was hard for me. I don't remember what I did. I didn't have to do essays really in high school, so that is really hard for now in college. They didn't presume that I was competent. I needed help to understand it, and they didn't explain it in a way I could understand. They didn't teach in a way that would help me learn. It is important to think about how someone learns. They didn't consider my learning style, so I was unmotivated. Right, so you said you basically kind of taught yourself and... And now in college, you're having to do a lot more than maybe you were expected to do before. And right. 
if the, if they're if everyone in high school is writing essays but you didn't have to then the message to you is that they didn't presume you could do that is that is that fair to say yes and you're you know a teenager so you're not going to go no no i want to do more homework so mm -hmm. <laughs> you probably weren't fighting for it <laughs> yes um so what is your learning style? You know, when you're saying that they were, they didn't teach you in the way that you could learn. I started learning to read, but it was not literacy, it was grammar. In college, I began to really feel like a reader and a writer. My high school teacher pushed me to do better, but she didn't understand how to really help me. They also did my work. I felt that I needed to do more. They did your work? Oh, mm -hmm. that's also feeding into that belief system that you can't do it. So you said something right away that was, um, that um, they were focused on grammar. So possibly focusing on conventional reading and writing and not letting you go through emergent reading and writing. Yes. That's kind of, and so when you were having, when you were allowed to have some emergent reading and writing skills, some of that stuff came together. I can imagine that grammar doesn't make sense before that. Yes, I do. Not like it. Because it is hard for me. Yes, right. I do not like it because it is hard for me. Sure. Right. Well, what about um, what about spelling and access to the alphabet? Do you think you've always had access to the alphabet with your system? Yes. Yes. Okay. And what has that meant for you? It is good for me. And I can do it. And Right. Better. It is good for me and I can do it and write better. Because there's right. only, you, there's an, every word is not in any device, right? So you can write better if you can spell because then you have more of a voice. You have more word choice too, right? Yes. Did your, do you feel like you, um, got literacy instruction in school or in speech therapy or at home dr caroline muslike helped me in our sessions we made outline first then we did drafts together she always said to me to add more so i did then we added more finally we worked on spelling and grammar also 
People like Caroline help me be motivated because they understand my learning style and my strength. Caroline, break it down so it's in small parts. Mm-hmm. When, when did you start working with Caroline? I was 13 and I was 13. Wow. Hey. So you started working with her at 13 and that's when she started breaking down the, the reading skills and writing into the man. Yes. I see. I see. And, and it sounds like you also had an opportunity to work on something over time and then revisit it and keep working on it. And that whole idea of tell me more. And I know that you have more to add to this. I don't know what it is specifically because it's your idea, but. Yes. It is helpful. Yes, it is helpful. Mm-hmm. How much? How much time were you given? I know we're jumping into writing, but first of all, I guess reading wise, um, do you read for pleasure? No. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Do you listen to audiobooks for pleasure? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, me too. Same here. <laughs> So that seems, yeah. So what kinds of books do you like to read? Even if, or, and by reading, audio is legal. Podcast. Podcast. You like to listen to podcasts, but do you listen to audio books? Yes. I do. Not often through though. Yes, I do not often though. Okay, you're new more mm-hmm. you listen to more podcasts and more interactive stuff than that. Um, so when you were writing with Caroline when you were 13 or, or through the years. Um, how much of the writing did you get to choose the topic and how much of the time do you think Caroline came loaded with the topic? Both of us. Came up. with topic topics and I say what I want to do both of us came up with topics and i say what i want to do mm-hmm. and i'm sure that made it more interesting for you right <laughs> as a writer yes mm-hmm. yeah um 
you said you have a son is that right yes how old is he 12 12 okay so just a year younger than when you started really getting great instruction with literacy yes yeah so you know, I know we look at our kids' journey and kind of reflect on our own sometimes or what we're doing with students, if we work with students. Do you have any, have you thought about your son's literacy journey, you know, as you think about yourself or or becoming an SLP assist, um, SLPA? You know, does it make you think of any similarities yes. or differences? Mm -hmm. Do. He is reading at home and school. He is reading at home and school. Does he like, does he enjoy reading? No. Oh. <laughs> He would he rather be playing football? Is that what it sounds like, huh? Yes. <laughs> You're a football mom. Yeah. Yeah. So if you think about your experience in school and um, maybe home or what, if you could go back to that, what would you change about your literacy journey? If I could go back. I would help teachers believe in me more so they really taught me. I needed to focus on my future more. I needed to focus more on my education. If I went back, I would tell them I need more help to understand. I knew how to communicate using my device, but I was scared to tell them to help me more and embarrassed. Interesting, yeah. Were you in general education? Yes. I was with resource class classes like language arts and math. So you would be in a separate class for those resource, uh -huh. and then you probably had uh, speech and language pathology? No. Oh, okay. It didn't. Yeah. I didn't get that. In six th and uh, no, I didn't get that in six th. So, from okay, so you on, you didn't get speech therapy, and that's when Caroline came in. Is that right? Yes, okay. yes. So, that service was home based, yes. It was okay yes it was so mm. what are your thoughts about inclusion 
as far as being include being in general education it is very important that i was in general educate education and but i needed communication circle circles like peer peers help me and communicate with me. It is very important that I was in general education, but I needed communication circles like peers help me and communicate with me. Mine. Were there any other device users in your school? No. It is. Was hard for me and mine. Cousin was in my grade and she didn't help and her friends didn't Understand me. I needed the communication circle, circles. No, it was hard for me and my cousin was in my grade and she didn't help and her friends didn't understand me. I needed the communication circles. It is very important that speech language pathologists help like that. Start a group of peers. It is very important that speech language pathologists help like start a group of peers. It was 
Affect. Affected. Mm. Me. Mine. Educate. Education. It was affected my education. Interesting. So if if you had had the communication circles with peers, what what kind of things do you think you would have gained from that? What have been helpful? What would that look like? It. Look. Like. Better. Communication and I was alone, lonely, and if I had it. I did. I would do better in school. It looked like better communication, and I was lonely if I had it, I, I would do better in school be more connected with your peers and maybe have yes. them understand understand how you communicate how they can provide wait time all of those things okay yeah but i mean we were talking about this earlier too it's just like even um teachers to students human connection was really important which is why you and caroline are friends to this day um and it's like when you have a peer group at school then you want to go to school you know what I mean? You want to talk to them about things. Then if everyone is studying for something, you don't want to be the only one that doesn't have to write it, right? I mean, the, the peer pressure to be included in the um, even higher level stuff that that you didn't know and they didn't know if you could do, so they were thought they were being kind. I think the peer pressure in that sense would have been also like, no, I, I have my friends, they're going to help me. I, I'm writing about this. It, we're, you know, we're sharing our stories, whatever we're doing with peers. And that way, um, I think it, it's motivating to go to school, to show up and learn and to be treated as equal. I sometimes start, starter, started. A group and I have friends same F today. And my cousin 
friend told me that if I used my device more, he would had understand me many more. I started a group and I have the same friends today and my cousin's friend told me that if I used my device more, he would had to understand me more. So you, you started a group in high school? Yes. And how did that come about? One. One. Great. Eleventh. Eleventh grade. Mom. Friend. Started talk to me and we started talking and she understood me and her cousin was my friend too. 11th grade, my friend started talking to me and we started talking and she understood me and her cousin was my friend too. So it starts with one person, right? It starts with making a connection with one person and then you yes. just like the rest of us. And then it's like the everyone starts to begin to see this is the way I communicate with Krista. And um, what do peers, people that in high school or younger, did they... Um, did they change the way they talked to you versus their friends or um, did they reduce things to yes, no questions or did they um, ignore you? What, what was that exchange most like? One, zero, ten, and Youngster, young, younger, and I was, ice, not, include, 
and they didn't talk me and I was sad and desperate. In Tekken Younger, I was not included, and they didn't talk to me, and I was sad and desperate. Okay. I was. Stay. Mm. Same. Schools. I was saying schools. You were staying schools. I was in same district. Districts. I in was the same, in same districts. The same oh. and throughout with the same kids who didn't. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Right. So you're feeling like if I was included in their classroom, but nobody um, did a great job kind of helping um, speaking kids communicate with you at the younger ages. <laughs> and that would have been super helpful and change the way you thought about school. Because I think that's what we were saying is the question was like, you know, how, what would you do if you could go back? And it would and we're talking about your literacy journey, but you're talking about just in general, my educational journey would have been trajectory and everything would have been different had communication been facilitated. And literacy mm -hmm. is helpful to me. was not and literacy was not helpful to me because you didn't have the instruction that you needed no when do you think you first started writing in one one read my time. Teacher was my nine ninth. Grade I placed in life 
skills in nine nine something Caroline told the school I am be better in Resource Classroom In 11th grade, my high school teacher was my ninth grade. I placed in life skills and life until Caroline taught the school I can be better in resource classroom. So you had been in resource classrooms until 11th grade, and then you were put into life skills? Right. No, I didn't. I was in skills in nine. The opposite. You were in skills in ninth grade, and then in eleventh grade, they said Only. move resource. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I see what you're saying. Okay. So, what you know when you get put in life skills, does that send a message that they've kind of given up on the literacy? Yes. And then when they move you, yeah. And one. Zero TH grade I move back in my home school. Yes, I think in 10 TH grade, I moved back in my home school. Oh, okay. Where my it is my school near me. My school So you had been taken out of your homeschool, put in life skills and bus somewhere else. And then you then in 10th grade, that was not it. You got back into your homeschool with the kids you went to elementary school mm -hmm. with and they put you in resource. And that's when your literacy really started to take off because you were yes. in all of the environment that you you already knew and with people you already knew. Yes. Kind of what Caroline Musclet, being your advocate and right working with you, and also being an advocate for you to say, "Hey, this person needs to be included, and and we'll, we'll learn better." Um, that's yeah, 
that's a good message for us to to think about for our students, right? And we think about all the kids that are in ninth grade life skills that definitely people are like, oh, well, they didn't read, learn. They're not readers and writers yet. So we're moving to life skills and you feel like you, your literacy journey really took off in 11th grade. And so that's critical. Is that right? Mom. Mom didn't know. my literacy and she didn't know I was higher than my classroom in Classmates, classmates in elementary. My mom didn't know my literacy and she didn't know I was higher than my classmates in elementary. Really? We're actually higher, yeah, learning at a higher level than the <sighs> Yeah, wow. I mean, <laughs> The thing is, is our parents, you know, they only knew what they knew. They didn't, you know, they didn't go to school to do all this probably. And, but you're right. The parents shouldn't have to know. The teachers should be assessing that and making some of those decisions or at least those recommendations for placement. But neither one of those things happened until the outside SLP came in and said, hold on, we're doing it another way. Yes. It happened, happened, and I I am frustrated by that I needed literacy in school. Yes, it happened, and I'm frustrated by that I needed literacy in school. Right. right. You're seeing a SLP once a week, and no matter, no, who cares if she is Caroline Musselwhite, it's still not everyday <laughs> instruction, which we know we need, right? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Krista, um, Isaac presenting, and maybe that's a picture of Cancun behind you. I don't know, but it makes me think of that. <laughs> um, and I know you are pretty busy and you alluded to being in school. Can you tell us um, a little bit about that or what, what do you want people to know about the work you're doing now? I teach literacy to my clients and help speech language pathologists to teach to literacy to their clients. I am planning to have more clients to work with. My clients love it. I will try to help my clients advocate for them because of my experiences. 
If you need me to advocate for anybody, contact me at ChrisJoySpeakAAC.com. And I, I am going to teach my client. I have home. Based. That I take care of <laughs> and help her with her mm. device. I am going to teach my client I have home base that I take care of and help her with her device. How, what a unique experience for the device user to have their teacher be also a device user. I mean, that, that's got to be so empowering for kids to see that um, just how efficient you can communicate on the device if you... Um, or if you as an adult are doing that as well as you are doing that, right? So what a unique experience for them. Mm -hmm. Yes. And a parent wants me to do that for her daughter. Yes, and a parent wants me to do that for her daughter. Yeah, I and bet I you would have loved to have had you an adult, adult version of you mm -hmm. when you were growing up as well, because you didn't, you didn't have any other device users in your school. So there wasn't, you weren't looking at a lot. Stephen Hawking's wasn't, you know, in your repertoire. Like there wasn't, a, there wasn't a lot that you could learn from the now, especially with social media. And I was going to ask one other question, but I know we're wrapping up, but one thing that I think is so critical is literacy skills for social media. Because social media is when you're doing a lot of spelling. First of all, you're using sight word recognition skills and spelling just to look up people. And then your comments and stuff, you're doing it on your phone usually if you're direct select user, which you are. And so you spelling is something that you're, are you mostly spelling when you're doing social media? Yes, I am. Yes, um, I am. So aren't you, I mean, that piece alone is that's again, another opportunity to, to be in a social circle, but if you don't have the literacy skills, you're, you're really left out. I mean, you might, if you have the reading skills without the writing skills, you're also left out. I edit my post 
often I forget things. Yeah, girl, so I do edit I. my post often I forget things. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. I look at mm -hmm. my post. I look, I do a lot of speech to text and then I look at it and go, oh my gosh, I got to edit that. Mm -hmm. So I think we all edit our work. You can, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I, but I think that's, you know, I, I know because we're in some different Facebook groups and I've seen you re respond and I've seen you on Facebook. And I think about if you didn't have the literacy skills, how many conversations you'd be left out of that that are around this very topic, you know? So Krista, we, you, you said if there's someone listening who needs someone to advocate for them, if there's a, an AC user listening to this or a parent, they can contact you. We speak at ac.com. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's great. Sometimes it's just finding our resources, right? And knowing what's out there. And, and so hopefully, um, well, this will help somebody who yeah. is thinking, oh, okay, I gotta, I gotta hear more from her. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I think I think you should do um, some reels, Krista, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I think you have a lot to say, and I think uh, device users should see other users on um, on social media too. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. It was really fun to talk to you today. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much, Krista.